into that one uh hello everyone and welcome to another episode of hp critical a podcast where my friends and i talk all things gaming i'm jarell and today i am joined by the amazing marissa and later on we're going to be joined by david as well and we couldn't not have a podcast about the final fantasy 7 remake demo that dropped so i'm super excited about it uh, i don't know how many people know but i played final fantasy for the first time ever last year the original i went through it it was definitely a game that i was very surprised at i didn't i went in with no understanding no expectations and i got through it and i was just super shocked at how how dense and crazy and intense that game is i had no idea that there was so much that went into it so of course i've been super excited about the demo I grabbed Marissa because she's never played the original and was, mm-hmm. I think, interested a little bit in maybe trying the game out. Yeah, I had seen uh, clips from Advent Child, I think is what the FF7 movie was. Oh, Advent maybe. Children, yeah. I don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember being like, oh man, these characters look freaking cool and everything like that, but I didn't have the original game i never played it or anything i didn't even end up watching the movie i just kept seeing clips of it no. and everything so uh, well, i haven't I have seen the movie had, either yeah i have had some spoilers for ff7 but i've never played it myself and i don't know you know exactly where all the events fall and everything that happened. <laughs> so I will try my best to make sure that I don't spoil you in any way for the actual game. Um, I, I, yes, I mean, this yes. is literally, <laughs> it's crazy because this demo is basically one-to-one to what you play in the original. Um, it's almost exactly the same. There are a few differences here and there. The scale is much larger. There's there's the, oh, okay, before I go into all of this, um, <laughs> I want to ask you first, as someone who's never played the game, like, what are your initial impressions of the Final Fantasy VII Remake? Like, uh, just just where do you think the game is going to go? Um, without going into too much detail, like, did you like it? Did you not like it? Um, how, how are you feeling about it? So, uh, I, I feel extremely neutral because for everything that I like about it, there's equal parts that I wasn't crazy about. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I am personally kind of on that cusp of liking jrpgs and not liking them it really depends on how they're executed how they're done i think a lot of the times they are very over dramatic and overacted and i just start to get bogged down by all of this like bullshit that goes on and i'm like oh my god please stop Mm -hmm. um but i i am excited for this game you know I've, i've seen the comparisons of what it looks like originally and i think that any review that comes out from this point forward, on anything, tef- the graphics get 10 out of 10, easily. Oh like, They're so beautiful and amazing, and especially if you've even just seen shots, like just screenshots, yeah. of what the game used to look like compared to now. Holy shit, it is an entirely new game. Uh, you can tell that this was built from the ground up. This wasn't just, hey, we slapped a fresh coat of paint on it. It's fucking beautiful 
Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that you went there first because you know that I'm a graphics whore. And as soon as I started this game, there's like, a, there's a section right in the beginning when, um, Cloud, who thinks he's a badass and like flips off the fucking train because he's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, he has to show off. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, he, they, they do a close up on his face and I was just like, look at this man's face like that is a that is the face of a real person this is not computer yeah, generated like yeah. this looks so so good even um Aerith yeah because the... i uh oh go ahead sorry 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 oh no i'm done i was just gonna say even Aerith in the beginning her face is just like gorgeous and it's like girl you're beautiful yeah no i mean all of the details are so amazing because i kept being impressed anytime that they would like zoom in on someone's face yes. where you could just like see splotches of discoloration in their yeah. face it wasn't just you know like oh yeah this is what people should look like this was no we want this to feel real we want yeah. they them to look like real people and i remember even seeing up close renders of like tifa and just like Bruh. she has oh, facial gosh. hair oh. and i'm just like holy <laughs> shit they right. actually did that like, yes yes it's so amazing. exciting <laughs> i mean that in itself is just so, and this is still, this is still PS4 era, you know? Like, we haven't even yeah, gotten yeah. to PS5. And to see that amount of detail going into a video game, it just, I, if anyone is ever confused as to why this game is going to be two discs and over a hundred gigabytes as a download, I mean, just try the demo. Realize that this 40 minutes to an hour that you just played is nothing compared to what you're going to get. And then I think it becomes very apparent why this game is going to be so big. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even just, even just, you know, pre-rendered cutscenes and uh, the, the opening movie is just, it's gorgeous. Everything is so real. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so overall, <laughs> yes and no. You're still excited about it, but you're you're still iffy, right? Yeah, still still iffy, still excited though, because as I was saying, pretty much every aspect. Like if we just go down the list of gameplay, I have things that I really like. I think that the combat is incredibly fluid, but I feel like some of the things that they put in to make it easier are still kind of clunky, just like how you can walk up to these portions that have arrows and your character will automatically okay, jump over barriers so let's and stuff talk like about that. It. It's still... Let's talk about it. I wasn't going to go into it, but let's let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Uh, so th let's talk about combat first. Uh, I I have the... I, I, had, I, I went in with very high expectations for combat for this game. Because mm -hmm. I was very hyped about, because I, I, I love turn-based, as you know. Mm -hmm. um, Persona 5, hello. Uh, yeah, I, I, oh my one god. Of the reasons, <laughs> the, one of the reasons that I always said I love Persona 5 so much is because the game made turn-based not feel like turn-based. Like, and mm -hmm. even if you don't like a turn-based game, you can try Persona 5 and you might actually enjoy it because it's so fast-paced that it doesn't actually feel like a turn-based title. I was very yeah. concerned about Final Fantasy VII Remake at first uh, because I wasn't sure what direction they were going to go with the combat. And then I found out that they were doing this mixture of turn-based active time battle, uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts button mashing. Uh, and I was like, okay, this looks really, really cool. I really want to try it. I played the demo the first time and I sucked. Uh, 
And <laughs> I played it again and I got the hang of it. And I was like, this is actually brilliant. I love the way that combat works in this game because it's not just something that, and I don't know if you felt the same way, so you'll have to tell me, but it's not just, you know, button mash, button mash, button mash anymore. It's very thought out because there are sections mm-hmm. uh, where instead of just button mashing, you actually have to think about what you're going to do, which is very different to any other title where you're just button mashing. Like in Kingdom Hearts, I will just press buttons all day. <laughs> in Final Fantasy yeah. VII, I actually need to like pay attention. Okay, my one ATV gauge is full. Um, oh shit, Barrett's over there dying because he's not paying attention. I need to switch over to him. And then when I switch over to him, okay, which one of his abilities is going to be able to stagger this enemy? Oh, none of them. Oh shit, now Cloud's being a dumbass and he's dying. Let me switch back. After I switch back, okay, am I going to use a, a magic weapon this time? Am I going to use an item? Because we're freaking dying. Like, There's so many things that go into uh, combat that make it feel so exciting and exhilarating and uh, keeps you on your toes. And I really, really love that. But uh, how did you feel about it? I I pretty much felt the same way. Um, I felt like it was, especially because I am not really familiar at all with Final Fantasy games, it was a lot to learn uh, oh, yeah. right out the gate. And I mean, it's good. I'm not trying to be like, oh my God, it's too much. It's too complicated or anything. I was really grateful for, you know, the little pop-ups, the little tutorials and everything. Because I was, I was just like, uh... Okay, so I know that I hit them. Cool, we got that established. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that it is a really good mix. I, it feels so alive. It feels yeah. like everything is happening all at once. And like you said, you know, turn-based can be fun as long as it doesn't feel like you're slowing the game down so incredibly much, making all these decisions. Okay. I like that you could immediately be like, oh, shit, someone's shooting at me from afar, switch over to Barrett. Oh, shit, now they're up close again, switch back to Cloud. And all of that was just with a button push. You didn't have to go into some arbitrary menu, choose who you wanted to be, select what you wanted them to do. I liked that everything was just pretty much one button. You know, uh, the only time that it wasn't was using items or, like, switching over to spells. And even then, it was, okay, I'm going to issue this order. I'm going to go down to spells. I'm going to hit the spell, you know, so it's still not really taking you out of the action. And I really like the way that they approach that too, to where all it does is that it's not a huge menu that takes over your screen. It just slows things down. So you can still see all the action going on in the background. Yeah. It looks so fucking badass. It's, it's great. So the combat itself, like I, I can't really say that there's anything that I would necessarily change or that I didn't super like. Um, I think that I would have to, I know that I essentially have to just learn it better, but that once I do, like I'm, I'm going to breeze through it. I really like the way that the combat is. It just feels really fluid and a lot of fun. Like (laughs) I enjoyed it a lot. I was very afraid that it was going to be just too easy. I really thought it was just going to be button mashing too easy. Like this is not going to be challenging. And then I Mm -hmm. did the first boss and half the demo's time was just me fighting that first boss and i was like ah yeah this is much more involved than i originally thought that it would be and i even combat even in combat even when you're button mashing i love that each character has two different styles of combat that they can do so you know cloud has his regular Mm -hmm. mode and then he has his punisher mode which is all about doing more damage but you can't block um but when you do block melee attacks you get uh um 
he he auto attacks back. You know, the, the, deciding yeah. what to do. And Barrett's Barrett's um, overdrive, I think it's called. I can't remember what it's called right now. Yeah, but yeah. where he just like shoot 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 like four times, and then you got to charge it up. All of that stuff adds to you know. It adds to instead of the game just being button mashing, it's all something that you really have to think about when you're doing mm-hmm. it. And aside from, well, and I even oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. I was just gonna say, aside from the music, the combat is my favorite thing about this game and graphics. Of course. Yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I even like that, and especially since you know in the demo you're really only playing as Cloud and Barrett, but I like that you can use that overdrive feature, which he does have to reload and recharge. Then you can just switch back over to Cloud, deal with mm-hmm. your melee enemies while he's doing that, and then you switch back over to Barrett and be like, okay, now we have charge again, I'm going to finish off these ranged enemies. There's really no point where you're just sitting down not doing anything, or yeah. sitting down waiting for something to happen. You can literally be moving, fighting, attacking, all of that, all at the same time. Yeah, and I mean, ideally, that's how you want to play this game. You want to be on your toes. You want to be bare. You want to switch back to cloud. You want to make sure that you're doing your your braver ability and your focus thrust, and you're really taking advantage of all the time that you have while you have these ATB cages. And it was, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie, it was really challenging the first time on on normal when I was doing the last boss. I I never use potions in games like ever because I never die. I used like. 15 potions during that battle and i was like what is going on i didn't die i did not die which yeah. was a feat yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then like the the third time i did it i used like you know eight or nine so i got better but i love 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 that it's actually you know a challenging thing that you really it's it's thinking and moving and doing and it's just whew, i'm so excited I love the combat so much that I actually, <laughs> I just like playing, I like fighting things. I, that's so weird. I, I, I'm waiting until I get to the next enemy. That's how much I like the combat in Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. So, um, speaking of the next thing, music. So I am a huge fan of the original and the remixes on this game are just mind-blowing but as someone who's not really into it how did you feel about the the scale of the music the tone of it the sound of it i i do really like it um i will be totally honest and this is actually what i really admire about like uh music that's in movies and stuff like that too is that I didn't necessarily feel its presence there in terms of, oh, my attention is immediately drawn to like this tuba in the background or these symbols that are constantly going off. Like none of it was distracting. It all felt like it was there just making the moment more epic. Uh, so I couldn't tell you like, oh yeah, my favorite song is the one that played during this yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was enough there that I could feel the energy and that shit's going down and that we're trying to race against the clock at certain points or that you're about to walk into this boss fight. But, um, you know, it wasn't overpowering. It wasn't to the point where it called so much attention to itself, to itself where you're like, okay, I've heard the same loop of music for five minutes now and (laughs) I'm ready for something different. Uh, so I think that it's done really well, especially because there are times when you can just kind of go off, and, oh, hey, there's boxes over here. So now I'm beating them up instead of running over to the next checkpoint. Yeah. Oh, there's chests over here that I'm opening. You know, so even while you're doing all of that stuff, it's not like you're constantly hearing something that doesn't belong there. It all feels so 
in the moment. Like it yes. just, it all goes together so well. Yes, 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 yes. I, I'm so happy that you feel that way because I feel exactly the same. I, you know, it's very nuanced and it's very, it's in the right tone at the right time. So much so that you don't notice it. But when you do, you're like, oh, this, yes, like this is, yeah, this, this works. This works very, very well. Um, mm -hmm. so we talked about graphics and we talked about combat and we talked about music, but I want to know what you like and dislike about this game so far. Uh, <laughs> so really, I feel like for almost everything except for graphics, um, it, it's almost like two sides of a coin. So I love the controls in terms of combat. I don't like it for just walking around necessarily. I still feel like there's areas where, like, it says that it's going to make it a little bit more seamless by you going and doing these different interactions. But then I was still running circles around a ladder, even though I approached it from the front. But Cloud <laughs> just apparently didn't realize that I wanted him to yes. climb a ladder. And I know it, it can be a little bit nitpicky. I totally get that. I'm not trying to be like, it's a horrible game because of this aspect. But it's it's it was kind of weird to go from com combat being so smooth and so well-rounded to okay, I've been running into this ladder for like five seconds and it's still not letting me climb. Yeah. Um, I think it's weird that it's like you don't really have a choice to fight or not fight. Um, and I don't know if that's just a common theme in Final Fantasy C games. I haven't played like any. And if I have, it's been for maybe an hour. <laughs> um, but I once you, in the demo, uh, you plant this bomb you decide how long you want to have and then you have to race out of there and so my thing is like okay i'm trying to race out of here i'm passing by like these super small sentry drones i don't really need to stop and fight them i can mm -hmm. just keep running and it still it wouldn't let me go to the next section the next section until i dealt with them mm. and they weren't walking my way they weren't doing anything to me you know like they weren't even shooting at me at this point. Like there wasn't bullets that were stopping my progress or anything like that. So I really don't understand why it kind of was like, Hey, no, you have this thing that you have to fight right now. As opposed to like, okay, but the clock is running and I can't get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out. Cause I don't know if something's going to pop up or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was weird, but it's like at the same time, there's so many design choices and options for how the camera is that it's, it's so well thought out. So it's those little things that I think draw my attention so much because the rest of it is so good. Um, one of the things that I was noticing that as you are escaping after you beat that boss in the demo, um, you get separated from Barrett and you kind of have to go this different route with Jesse mm -hmm. in order to catch back up to him. And my camera pans over in this weird way. And I'm like, I don't understand why it's fixed like this. And all of a sudden I look over and I can see Barrett on the other, on the side, other side, signing up yeah. the opposite ladder. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh shit. You know, so it's giving <laughs> you so much information yeah. as you're running through, there were all these chests that I had missed going in, but the way that the camera, the camera is angled is so perfect to show you everything that you've missed along the way. So you can stop and get those. It's not just like, well, you missed it. And so you're going to have to do that on your next playthrough. You know, it's like every, minor detail like that was so well thought out so it's a little bit weird that there's all these other things that are a little bit clunky or no you don't get an option here you have to do this thing so that's 
you know, the aspect, at least with controls, is that you have this amazing combat, you have these camera decisions, these angle decisions, and everything like that, that are just incredible, and show so much thought and love from the team. And then you have this, you know, once again, I'm just like trying to proc the next progress point and it won't let me go and yeah. I don't know what I'm doing wrong because <laughs> I, I see the arrow and I'm standing on it. It's so funny because I actually have never tried not tried to fight them. I always mm-hmm. just fought everything just because I enjoyed the combat so much. So I actually had no idea that you couldn't progress until you fought everything in the area. Um yeah. It was it was weird cuz I had made it to the ladder and it just uh Cloud wouldn't put his sword away. So I couldn't climb up it. And I was like, what the fuck? I have to go back and deal with these two little shits that are not even firing at me. That's so interesting. So I'm assuming, obviously, this is just me making assumptions. I don't know whether it's because it's the demo that they force you to do it that way. Or if it's because, you know, it it amps up the tension. You only have 20 minutes and you have to go back and fight these things before you can move on. But what I do know is that in every other Final Fantasy game, there is a an option to run so that you do not have to fight every enemy. So I'm assuming that in the actual main game, you will have the option. Uh, But that's yeah. Okay. I had no idea that that was a thing. You can literally yeah. Throw it away. was because so <laughs> so, I, I was. It was another one of those moments. I was just so confused as to I I, I know I'm going the right way. This literally dens in into a ladder going up, and I'm just like nope. Uh, Cloud has a sword out. He wants to fucking brawl, <laughs> and you have to go back. Uh, I was I like, okay, it. I guess. Um and. The the other thing that I completely agree with you on is, and, and these games have never had jump buttons like that, but I feel like if ever there was a Final Fantasy game that needed a jump button or an interact button, it's this one. Because it yeah. seems so weird that I get, like you said, all these options, and I can't just have a button to jump over the turnstile. Like, what? Mm-hmm. I gotta just walk into it. And, and it's not a bad thing that it just happens automatically. I think it's just that the type of game that this is becoming, because it's no longer just a turn-based style JRPG. Now it's so involved that it makes it so mm-hmm. weird that even though it's so involved, there are still things that you can't do on your own, which includes yeah. jumping over shit because there's no jump button. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, honestly, anytime that there's games that don't have sprint or don't have jumping, I'm just like, it's... T- 2020 yeah. uh we are all used to the concept of sprinting and jumping in video games now and that's the uh, thing. <laughs> oh my gosh that's the other thing you have like three different buttons you can press to sprint yeah you can, press, you <laughs> you can click in the you can click in the button you can press r1 or you can press r2 and they all make you sprint but you can't jump just yeah i, I don't know if it, i don't yeah. know it was just it was and, and, and it's not a huge deal you know like i it's trivial after like my fourth playthrough i was used to not jumping but i remember the first time being like i really y'all really not gonna let me just jump over like do you think i can't jump square enix i'm gonna die yeah jeez (laughs) well i think too in a game that's asking you to make so many decisions in the moment it seems weird that they take one of the core decisions away from you of do you jump over this barrier do you continue to move forward do you you know so it's like especially you do have interact buttons so it's not even that oh no everything is so committed to another command mm-hmm. but like so far i haven't seen anything that said hey press x to do this I'm like yeah. come on just let me press x to jump <laughs> like, 
They're like, no, uh, Marissa, you guys are just not capable. Your brain's already on 10 different things. You can't think about yeah, jumping as yeah. well. It, it, it timed out how long I had to read about one of the fucking commands or something. And it was like, Mm-mm, if you can't read about this fucking limit break <laughs> you right now in the middle jump. of shit, you dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> you don't deserve to jump. You get that wow. later if you sp- speed read all of it. That's great. Oh my god. <laughs> this has been the best uh, conversation already. I am I am in love. <laughs> I'm literally loving all of it. Uh, <laughs> but um I'm I'm the same way with like the acting and the writing. Um on one side of the coin I feel like the acting's really well. And from the pieces of the story that I do know, I know that this is going to kick off. Like, I, I know that there's some shit going on. And I already could see some of the kind of, like, hooks just to show you that some shit's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, things that I don't know exactly what they're connected to. But during the demo, I could see that, okay, well, the bomb went off. It didn't really seem to do shit. And then they gave the order to shoot the reactor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... So this is a setup, clearly. I want to know more. You know, so already, this demo, I'm like, yeah, I want to know what happens. I want to know why that decision was made. I want to know why they're letting this happen. You know, mm-hmm. I I want to know the consequences. I want to know if Cloud and all of these party members I've just spent all this time with are getting lured into something. Like, I want to know. But then on the opposite side, I... All I did was laugh, and I was so close to messaging you last night when I was playing to be like, Jarrell, you got me to play some stupid ass. Oh, my God. So as as that train scene that we were talking about and how beautiful it is, you know, it is absolutely gorgeous. I will never badmouth the graphics in this game. It was amazing. Uh Um, But everyone starts to get off the train, and it's literally like a minute of just efforts and sound effects. There's no talking, and it's it's more than you needed. I get like, oh, you're jumping from a train, you're landing on your poor little feetsies and your legs, and so it hurts a little bit. But it was like every time they looked at each other, it's just like, mm, uh, mm-hmm. and just like <laughs> yeah. for a minute, I was like, are we gonna do something other than just those like weird cheesy looks at each other of being like, okay, we're all on the same page, right? We're all on the same page. Yeah. No, just we're just gonna grunt at each other until <laughs> Cloud shows up. Um, it's it's stuff like that that does pull me out of JRPGs I so see. fucking quick, way quicker than it should, you know. <laughs> but I'm just like, it bothers me. So can I ask but, you a question? Oh, oh, go ahead, go yes, ahead. Do it. No, go, go, go. Ask. No? Do it. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> I uh, how did you how do you how did you feel about the interactions between characters like during combat, the banter between Cloud and Barrett, or you know Jesse who was super into Cloud and just flirting with him yeah. all the time. I mean, who isn't though? So again, I'm I'm mixed on that. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like on one side it was done really well, at least with the actual conversation and communication. Um, I, I really like that I walk off to go talk to Barrett and the entire time that he's like giving me shitty looks and more effort. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that's all that he's doing. Uh, I can hear Jesse in the background just talking about how fucking cute I am. And I'm like, that's really cool. But I can still overhear their conversation that it wasn't like you took two steps away. And then it was like, mm, conversation done. Yeah. You know, I like that it was still living and breathing and happening. Um, but some of the different things that happen, it's kind of like, 
unnecessary, I guess, or it, it drew so, so much attention to it. Um, because I think that they already kind of do a good job of drawing your attention to stuff. When you're doing that fight, constantly Cloud is telling you, you need to be using lightning magic. You need to be using oh, spells. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, okay, cool. It tells me that I need to be doing something different because clearly I'm not doing something effective. But there were a lot of times, too, where there would just be, like, little things that would get said, like, all of Cloud's, like, smart his like snarky little things that he says and shit like that to where he was like already starting to repeat a couple lines for me and I was just like okay well that takes takes me out of it I'm totally down for the ones that have purpose and are telling me that I can't do this because they're too far away and so oh shit that's right I'll be Barrett you know I love the ones that are reminding you what to do I liked the ones of Jesse where she's kind of like running off and just follow me and you have to work on the timing because that's stuff that your team members would fucking What's tell that? you anyway. Exactly. You know, <laughs> so it's like all of that stuff is really good. But then again, it was when I was in the beginning of the train station and you, you know, you just get two guards at a time each time that you go into a separate room. And it was just like all the stuff that Cloud was saying was to the point where I was like, okay, I'm not even fighting anymore. And he's still giving me combat lines. So <laughs> it's yeah. weird. Like it's not game breaking again. There's so many amazing things. It's just like one of those weird things where they took so much time and care to all the other lines, but then there are like these sloppy, don't need to be there, don't understand why I have combat lines when literally the last dude has been dead for 30 seconds, you know, (laughs) making me think like, oh, there's another fight going on and I'm literally just walking up the stairs and nothing's happening. (laughs) So that actually does concern me a little bit uh, because you're already hearing repeated lines and we're, you know, the first 40 minutes into the game. But I'm also thinking, and this is just me loving this game and being optimistic, but you know, also I'm also thinking that because this is a demo, you know, we might've gotten an earlier build and hopefully, hopefully when there are different situations that happen, cloud has different things to say because the banter between Barrett and Cloud, I actually loved. I thought it was hilarious because they just go back and forth all the time. And mm-hmm. it's it was specific to that fight. Although it was repeated in that fight, it was specific to that fight. So I'm yeah. hopeful yeah. that the, the further we get in the actual game, the more effort gets put into situations like that and the more that we hear. And it's not just repetitive stuff because, like you said, that is already, that is very concerning to just know that there's already this repetitive talk on something yeah. that and it and it works so well because it is so natural that once it's repeated it takes you out of the moment exactly like you said so mm-hmm. yeah because i remember in the the big demo fight um where you're just buried in cloud going up against this thing you know like i was saying cloud was constantly telling me hey you have to use lightning magic hey you have to use spells and stuff like that yeah. but it was different enough and far enough between to where it didn't feel so repeated i think it was just those shorter bursts of combat where it was kind of like You've literally told me three times in this 30 second encounter that I need to switch to Barrett and <laughs> I'm not because there's melee people attacking him yeah, while yeah, he's yeah. shooting the, the turret. So it's like, no, I'm actively making the decision not to. I understand that it's trying to tell me that. And I, you know, I don't think that there's any game at this point that could be that intelligent to be like, okay, you're clearly not listening because you're making a decision here. So I'm not even trying to be like, that's bad. It's just that it's weird that you would almost think that in these longer fights, you would start to get to the point where you're like, 
oh my god cloud shut the fuck up i know what you're telling me but (laughs) i had that in the shorter combat experiences and then in the longer one it all made a little bit more sense you know um Mm -hmm. i kept getting hit by the emp move um and it wasn't that i wasn't trying to move out of the way but it was like oh shit i start to roll and then i go into the railing and be like fuck i thought that i was (laughs) further away from it or you know something like that thinking I was out of the radius and I wasn't yet, um, mm-hmm. knowing that it was so fucking close to being staggered and it wasn't yet. And so I just kept trying to like, I like a few more fucking attacks <laughs> before it does the EMP, I can do it. And then it just fucking kicked my ass. And so at one point, Cloud was like, we need to understand the timing of these moves better. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I just need to stop being so like, no, he's so close. He's so close. He's so close. And just like back the fuck up <laughs> and not it's get so hit funny. by that and do it. So, I mean, it's, it is a very intelligent design. It's just, like I said, it's weird that I'm already kind of frustrated with the shorter combat experiences. Yeah. But then when I was in the actual boss fight, it felt epic. It felt in the moment. It felt like, holy shit, you know, they're communicating with each other. They're trying to be tactical with each other. They're telling me decisions that, you know, Barrett thinks I should be doing as Cloud, that Cloud thinks Barrett should be doing, you know, and I'm like, that's so fucking cool to just have this constant communication like an honest to God team would if they were in this situation. So again, it's one of those one side of the coin is absolutely perfect and amazing. And the other side of the coin is like, really? We're having problems with this already? Uh, you know, it's so funny because I love it. I love that too. When they're like, when you switch over to Barrett and he's like, yeah, it's my turn now. And I'm like, yeah, it is your turn, <laughs> buddy. Let's go. Uh, but then also, uh, I, I, and even I had the same thing. Cloud was like, you need to memorize these moves. And I'm like, okay, bro. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you're right. I, I really <laughs> you're do. right. You're right. Because right. <laughs> I'm fucking up here. But then I, I also agree with the, the, the whole like okay this could be if it if it is if it is repeated it can get a little tedious uh so one thing that i will say that happens that in this demo that actually does not happen the in the original which i don't really think is a spoiler is that because you mentioned it already at the end when 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 president shinra actually blows up the president president oh yeah yeah actually blow up the 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 area in the original game that's actually not what happens in the original the bomb that you plant actually does blow up um the game uh, does blow up the the tower so that's Mm -hmm. something that they changed in the remake and that also made me Um, think okay is this where is this gonna go now because a lot happens to them when they think that they are the reason that this happened you know like okay i blew this shit up i have to be responsible for it but Mm -hmm. in this remake it's like "Mm, well technically you didn't actually do that so yeah it, it, it really is... didn't do shit it kind of like fizzled <laughs> it was like nothing and then <laughs> all they that took advantage work, of that <laughs> all that hard work for fucking nothing you embarrassed me what? your little bitch ass bomb did nothing guys uh, <laughs> useless <laughs> Uh, but I, I am excited to see where that goes. Uh, so you did mention a little bit about the story that it was intriguing and it kind of pulled you in. Is there anything that would you like to expand on that? Like, did anything you really liked about it? Anything you didn't like so far? I know it's a um, little bit, but just based on what you. Okay. So well, actually, again... also, did you do you un- based on the demo? What do you un- like? Do you understand what's happening as well? So the thing is, is that I remember in our chat, people talking about the story of 
FF7 and some of its bigger themes and stuff like that. So a part of me has already kind of figured that out because I have heard it, you know, and it's not necessarily like I've heard a from start to end, this is how the game goes. But I already know that there's going to be like climate themes and stuff like that. And I definitely picked up on it with what Barrow was, uh, Barrett was saying where they're just draining the earth. They're just consuming and consuming and consuming. So I was like, okay, that's confirmed. I know that that is in fact one of the main themes that's going to be happening in here. Um, in terms of what the overall bigger story is going to be, I already knew there was a connection with Cloud and Sephiroth, but they make it really obvious that that's going to be a thing. I don't think they ever showed him, but I know that they've done it in trailers, yeah. uh, you know, up until this point. So, you know, it's like, yeah, I already know that's going to happen. Um, you know, I, I never really knew exactly how Tifa and Cloud knew each other. And so kind of already hearing some of that, it's like, okay, so this isn't some random person that we just run into and then we get close to her. He already knows her cool. Like I've established that now. Um, but I think that it does a really good job of kind of starting to build this team of characters that you're going to be using. Um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say like, Oh man, I feel super, super close to anyone yet, but I really like Jesse. I love Jesse. Oh my God. I love her. She's just like this happy, bubbly, like, I'm going to flirt with you in the middle of all this, but at the same time, like, hey, keep your head down and do your shit. (laughs) I was going to ask who your favorite character has been from this demo. Honestly, even over like Cloud and Barrett, it would be Jesse. And I know that a part of that is, like I said, the overacting that can happen in JRPGs and stuff like that. Barrett's fucking like blow up in the elevator. I was just like, there's so much extra here that doesn't even need to be here. Yeah. Like, Cloud already fucking knows you hired him and everything. You already know that he's a soldier and shit like that. So, of course, he's going to be hella, like, straight-faced and not really give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. so, so there was a lot of that interaction I didn't really like. Uh, just because it felt so extra, extra when everything else was feeling yeah. so normal and you would expect there to be a little bit of banter because oh we're hacking this right now so we got a little bit of time to kill so biggs and jesse are talking about this new guy is he going to stay with us uh yeah but he's a lot of fun to work with well he's a lot of fun to look at jesse (laughs) do your job it was cute i liked that you know i do like those kind of off the side interactions that they've done so far but then you put barrett jesse and cloud into an elevator and then Jesse's like shrugging, like you just got to go along with it. Again, feeling kind of realistic, but Barrett's like just, just going like on, and on, and Cloud Ooh, is just like the planet. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna ask you about that as well, uh, because Barrett is this big, larger than life like character. He is very much as he is portrayed um, in the game and the remake. It's kind of how he is in the original and. The voice acting, I think, fits him really well, but I know some people were mm-hmm. very not okay with it. But even in that scene where they are in the elevator, something that happens is that uh, even during those times, I think that there are... Because so, I was like, okay, Barrett, like you you were really yelling in this elevator. Like, <laughs> it is not that serious. But then, oh, I think I think we have a David. Hello. We do. Hello. Yay, we have a Hello. David. Hi. Hi. And so, uh, David, welcome to the podcast. 
Thanks. I feel the love and the welcome. I'm so happy yes, that you yes. could make it. Um, I'm just fin- let me finish up this point, and then I'm going to ask you all about your your opinions on Final Fantasy VII. Um. Anyway, so yeah, there's a section the, the section you were talking about when when he's in the elevator, and then Cloud when Barrett's like, "Oh my gosh, I can I can literally hear the planet." crying out in pain and then cloud's like you should probably get help for that <laughs> like if you actually hear that you should probably get help for that and i think the sections like that where you kind of where it kind of ties into it it, it it it's like the game knows that okay this motherfucker is crazy but cloud also knows okay calm the fuck down so i did appreciate mm-hmm. those those types of moments were there because every time barrett's like oh my god cloud's like okay bro and then jesse's like oh Okay, everybody. Like this. Is really no, awesome. no, no. And I, I totally get that because I mean, every character is going to have their personality traits. Everyone's going to be passionate about things, not care about things. You know, like that's totally fine. And I even really liked how that first time you're in the elevator, Barrett fucking blows up, and then he's fighting with Cloud until all of a sudden it's like, okay, we need to stop and keep going. Um, the next time that Barrett and Cloud are in an elevator together, he looks back and see how calm and collected Cloud is as he's about to start screaming and shouting again, and he doesn't. And he stops, and he just waits until the elevator has gotten to the floor that it needs to be at. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that character development, you yeah. know, because you're, you spent 20 minutes with this dude at max, and he's already starting to be like, you know what, this fucking kid's right, yeah. you know? And so yeah. I do appreciate stuff like that. It was just that the whole... I don't see people necessarily running around in that same type of fashion and saying the same exact type of shit that he did. I get that it kind of introduces you to his character. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that it was still so overblown to the point where it's like I couldn't even take his passion for this seriously because it was just way too much. Too much. Yeah. If he was like... I can fucking hear the planet crying out in pain. This is awful. We need to stop this. Cool. You've told me everything I need to really know in this moment about Barrett. He's passionate about this. He can tell that this is hurting the environment and the world around him. And he wants to stop this. He doesn't need to go on like a 20 second scream fast where there's enough time to cut to Jesse. Just be like, hey, fucking deal with it, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it's like I, I, I don't have issues necessarily with how loud this character is how opinionated and how passionate and stuff like that he is like no that's all the shit that i want it's just that i you know i felt like some of the writing was not very serious enough for how serious he feels about this if that kind of makes sense it definitely does and uh a little it's so funny i'm so happy that you love Jesse, because I know that you know that that's the same English voice actress for Futaba in Persona 5. Yes. And I was like, oh, look, you're best girls everywhere. (laughs) Uh, David. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming. Sorry, I'm so late. No, oh my gosh, no, thank you for (laughs) hanging out with us. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Of course, I, we... We just want to know, because, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've played and finished the original Final Fantasy VII? Or did you not? Um, not completely. I think I got to, like, the last disc and then lost it or something. It's been stupid. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well. Like, I... I'm missing a disc from the original 8, too. It's a problem. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Ninth well, complete though. <laughs> luckily, since we're doing our JAP, JRPG club and we're all playing ten, and we have it digitally, and it's one disc, we won't have to do that anymore. 
<laughs> the future is wild. <laughs> so, David, tell me, you know, you've played the demo more than once. Did, what, what, what difficulty level did you play on? Uh, I played it on the standard one both times. Uh, just because I honestly kind of found it challenging the first time around. Bro, that shit was especially hard. Once they... <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to, like, roast me and be like, bro, really? No, <laughs> no I was... it was. That's what, something Marissa and I were just was. talking about was that I, I'm, I appreciate the challenge in the game. It was much more challenging. And, it, you know, it was, I beat it and no one died. But I also was like, oh, shit, this is a real game. <laughs> like, they are not Yeah. Around. There were definitely a couple times that I had to, like, stop myself and go, like, hold up, let's yeah. heal. Yeah. Let's think about this before we just run in somewhere again. There was there's a section where Barrett was, I don't know if this guy's, this happened to you guys, but Barrett's, like, just giving Cloud mad shit because he's dying. And I was like, oh my god, but it's yes. me. Like, I am the person that he's talking to. And he's for like, right it's just, just fine. He's like, come on, Cloud. Right? This is like, what I hired oh you for. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. Let me, let me take a potion because it's me. It's not even Cloud. It's me. I am the problem, Barrett. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great, though. But yeah, sorry. Uh, anyway, tell me your initial impressions of... Uh, oh, actually, before that, really quick aside, I tried the classic mode and it is the most boring thing ever. I was just talking to Marissa about it a little bit before the podcast. It is so boring because you literally just wait until Cloud walks up and does like auto attack and then you're able to uh once the gauge fills up you're able to choose what spells and abilities he does but it's super boring so it's it is not at all what I thought it would be when they said that there was going to be like a turn-based mode but anyway tell me David all your thoughts about the remake demo I just loved how one-to-one that intro section was because I'm like this is probably what we all saw as kids or like the magic and splendor of our PS1 graphics. This is what it looked to us. But um it just throws you right in. And I, I think I love that. It was just, it felt, it felt like a good evolution for what it was to like what it is now. Like, I like the combat system. I like the way they introduced like their special sort of attack ability things. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it was a lot of fun. It made me really excited for the possibility of more like that. You know, after I finished it, I was like, I need to play this again. And I've played yes. it like four or five times. And then I was like, I need this game now. <laughs> like, I actually <laughs> want to know, you know, and I know what happens, but I, I want to play through what happens next. Yeah, wow. it definitely made me very excited for that release date. Because mm-hmm. I don't know where this cuts off from the original story, but it was it was gorgeous nonetheless. And I can't wait to keep going. And Marissa, let me ask you another question really quick, because since David brought it up, because this game starts in the middle, like you're, you're just stuck in the middle of like a mission, like, oh shit, we started not, not having played the original. How did you feel about that? Oh, I was fine with it. Cause I think that it's good to kind of start on something that's action, uh, because then you're already getting that introduction to combat. It's not like a, hey, we're going to go to a base, we're going to get briefed on it, we're going to talk about it, we're going to spend our time going there. You know, I like that it did just kind of start you off in it. And I think that it did feed you enough information that even though at first you're not exactly sure what you're doing at this place, you just know that you've been hired on for it. But as you go, there's definitely enough context clues. I mean, like we were even just talking about in the elevator, where he's talking about how they're draining the power from the earth, 
and we need to stop this from happening. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I'm like with this radical environmentalist group and I agreed to help. Sure. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> like, I, I appreciated it. I liked it. You know, <laughs> for some reason, I just thought of the moment when, uh, Cod's just like, I'm just here for the paycheck. And then <laughs> Biggs is just like, nobody's here for just money. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> and then Cod just looks yeah. at him. And I was like, oh, no, he re- yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I really don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> I don't even know your name, pal. <laughs> I just want some money. And I, I just love, love, love that. And I love, uh, So, something that you may not know, Marissa, is that, and this is not a spoiler either, but the, the, the section of the game in the original is probably just a few hours long, maybe four or five hours at most, and they're turning Mm -hmm. that into a $60 full-fledged title. Uh, So, you don't, there's a, there's going to be a lot more so in the original, Bid, Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse are literally just like sprites that don't really have too much personality at all. So yeah, for for everyone who is not like even if you've played this game before, for everyone, this has been completely different. And I and getting that type of energy and personality and character from just you know twenty to thirty minutes of hanging out with these three is so so amazing that I'm super excited to yeah. see what else they've developed on to get this game going. Now uh I do want to talk to you guys a little bit about the more controversial stuff uh, aside from the demo, which is the fact that this is a seemingly sixty dollar it is sixty dollars, right? Um yeah. it is. A $60 title. Uh, I also believe we still do not know how we will be getting the next portion, whether we're going to have to pay another $60 for it, whether there's going to be some type of DLC. Unless I'm wrong, um, I don't believe we know what's next for this. But mm-hmm. having played the demo, knowing that the game is just part one out of who knows how many parts, how do you guys feel about investing in Final Fantasy VII at this point? I think it just really um, depends on, like, the continuation, sorry. <laughs> no, like, no, no, that's fine. From here, like, how does this game expand? Is it going to be, like, like uh, a Final Fantasy fifteen story going forward, where, like, we pay, like, a season pass for, like, 30 bucks, and there goes the rest of the episodes as they release? Or are we going, like, 13, where each one's going to be, like, a full-fledged $60 video game until we complete the game? I'd much rather the 15 route, but... I guess time will tell. So, for you, it all depends on how it's released. I mean, I'm still going to invest in it regardless. Okay, that, that, that was, that <laughs> was my like, question. If we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. That was my question. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's gonna happen. <laughs> okay, okay. And, and Unless they do some nonsense of, like, jumping platforms whenever the next-gen stuff comes out, but I would hope not. You mean, like, Kingdom Hearts? Oh, sorry. Oof. It's Wait, facts. <laughs> I said, I said, do you mean like Kingdom Hearts? But also, like, it's just facts. You can't go from KH1 on PS2 to the the sequel on Nintendo's 3D the uh, DS or whatever it was on. Don't do oh, that. Oh, true. Yeah. Don't yeah. Do yeah. 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 That's a whole lot of things going on. <laughs> Which money console jumping? I mean, like, hey, the third one came out like 15 years later. So <laughs> facts. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Marissa, what about you? Uh, how do you feel? Like, are you going to purchase? Uh, has the demo swayed you one way or the other? If I knew how the second half of this, or probably not even second half, we don't know yet how many releases there's going to be, how many, you know, how long it's going to take, if it's going to be a lot of episodes, two episodes, we don't know all that kind of stuff. If it was just a base game, hey, day one, you get all of it on disc, 60 bucks, absolutely, of course, holy shit, yeah. Because it looks like it's just going to be an amazing game. And I think it's definitely, you know, well worth the $60 just for the game itself. Because I don't know what is going to happen after. I don't necessarily know if this is a $120 game for me yet. You know, if it's, hey, we released this one disc for you for 60 and then the second disc for you for 60 You know, so that's the thing I think in my mind, especially as someone who's not played the original and not know how in depth or how cool or how, you know, crazy the story is going to get. That makes me still not want to buy it day one. Like I, I really do want to get into this game, but I want to know more information about how releases are going to happen afterwards. You know, it's like, I just, want to know what I'm getting myself in for as opposed to, yeah, I'm going to get the $60 thing and then find out like, oh yeah, there's going to be three episodes additional to this one and they all cost $60 because I'm like, whoa, 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 hey, mm-hmm. um, hold on. <laughs> um, you know, so it's, it's kind of weird. I think that because there's not anything really known about what's going to happen after this initial release date, that it still makes me like, it was a good game, but I want to know. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, I'm still very on the fence in terms of that. Like, I really want to know the story. I'm totally down to find all that stuff out. But until I know how these releases are going to go down, I am going to wait and see. So d- even though it is a full $60 complete title where you will get a beginning, middle, and end to this game you still want to hold off to get the whole package. So the way that I had understood it, and maybe it's just that I am misunderstanding it, but I thought that it was, yeah, there'll be like a start point, a midpoint, and an end point, but that it wasn't going to be the complete game. It wasn't going to be the entire story that that's going to release at a later time. Oh, no, no, you're correct. This is just going to be the story for Midgar. So it will be like, it should, um, it should tie off in a proper ending, is what I'm saying. Is it known that the um, game ends leaving Midgar? Sorry, what? Well, it says now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, is that the known end to the game is leaving Midgar? No, no. Um, we don't know where okay. it ends or how it ends. I, I mean, that's, that is an assumption. Also, sorry, spoilers, Marissa. The whole game does not take place in Midgar. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> nah, it does. so that's the thing. This this actual game might end in Midgar, but also it's supposed to be a full complete package that will have an ending. Uh it may have, you know, some form of like, oh, you can continue on, but it to my understanding should not be a you if you buy this first one, you're going to have to buy the next one, you know. And um, I mean, of course, okay. who wouldn't want to? <laughs> you don't want to start and then not finish. But it yeah. should have like a complete ending, beginning and ending um, that wraps up at least this portion of the story. 
Yeah, I think still knowing that for me, because um, I, I know the way that I am in terms of story. Like, there are very few times, except for, like, horror movies and stuff like that, where I don't want to go and see the sequels. I don't want to go and see how the continuation happens, especially because... I do already kind of know, I mean, maybe not that we left Midgar, but (laughs) I do already know that this is a big, expansive story. So if we got to the point where I'm like, okay, cool, I I beat the first $60 thing, disc, digital download, whatever, um, that if, you know, I jumped into chat and you guys were like, yeah, I can't wait to see how they handle this. And I'm like, wait, 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 there's there's more. And, you know, it's like, I, I still want to know because i know that i won't want to stop yeah i want to know the full story you know so even if they do have a really good ending for it i think that i would still know that it wasn't the complete game and that i would still want to get it um you know so with that i i feel like you know (laughs) not that it's necessarily forcing your hand because like you said you can totally make the decision and if someone else is better impulse control or is like ah the (laughs) the first part was a good story that's all i needed to hear (laughs) (laughs) like i know that i'm gonna want to invest all the way Mm -hmm. so i'd much rather know how much i'm gonna be investing i kind of want to know over you know what time even if it's just time windows of like okay the next one will come out in another year or is the next one coming out in like six months and they just haven't told us yet yeah um so yeah i'm still uh i'm still on the fence of getting it or not getting it and for me the demos already proved that the game is worth it it's just i want to know what i'm getting into yeah i want to know what comes after this totally respectable and understandable decision and i think a lot of people should also take that into consideration like how long are you i mean obviously like david said for me it's a i am giving them all my money they're taking my wallet uh, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, just yeah. Because I, I love the original. <laughs> I'm signing but... over my firstborn to them. I'm <laughs> like, giving them yeah. an the, arm, the, whatever they want. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, just just because even even this demo, I loved it so much that I played it five times. But also because I know that you know, next gen is coming out at the end of this year. If I think oh, that I this looks again. and plays great now, I cannot wait until I get you know the more involved story portions. The like because I know what's coming being able to see that on a ps5 on like a brand new tv brand new console uh you, you know that, that I, this game is already two blu-ray discs that's how big it is which i don't think yeah. i own a yeah. game that is two blu-ray discs ever like i on the ps4 in this generation i do what not have a game yeah i happen. can't think of a single one this is like that's that's wild <laughs> like so, <laughs> I, so you know i am looking i mean forward like medgar's gonna be a fully realized city guys get ready <laughs> we're not yeah. leaving <laughs> you can buy tickets to go to midgar right now guys like, that's yeah. how real this is <laughs> announce right here guys <laughs> you heard it, here first gonna go hang out it wasn't a video game it was a movie we filmed it all on location go now <laughs> yeah. i mean with that animation work i believe it For real? right uh, like, I, I'm still just whew. But anyway, uh, I just, I am, I am very excited to see where it goes. Uh, my next question for you guys, and this will probably be my last question as, uh, aside from like overall thoughts and feelings is, do you think that knowing how big this game is going to be playing the demo, uh, knowing that it's two discs for just one portion, do you think that splitting the game up was the right thing to do? 
I'm going to let David go first because he's at least played more of the game and has a little bit more of an idea of what goes on. And then I'll go. <laughs> I really want to say yes. I can't remember like how much time I sunk into seven and like hadn't fully finished it, but like it was a massive game. And with this being two discs, like how huge is this really besides like completing like whatever's considered the main story. Like, is there side stuff? Like, Yeah, so there what, was an interview over at IGN. Um, uh, they covered it, and it was written by Wesley from Twitter. Hey, shout out Wesley. He's great. Wonderful. Go check out his article. <laughs> uh, his article, Final Fantasy VII's Remake. It's titled, Final Fantasy VII Remake's Side Quest Will Maintain Quality of Story Missions with the subheading Quality Over Quantity. And uh, there was a there was an interview with Tetsuya Nomura, and one of the things that he said in the interview is that the side missions of this game are going to be just as big as the main story. Oof. I mean that alone, and like absolutely. <laughs> and even even on top of on top of that, there's also what Marissa and I were talking about earlier, which is the and you were here, David, when we were ta- when I was mentioning the character development of just B- Jesse Biggs and Wedge. That alone yes. should show you that like this is gonna be real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True facts. I mean, like you said, I I catch on that part. Like they were just nothing before, and now they got full fledged voice actors and personalities and. And not just text on the screen. So do you think it, yes, so your answer is yes, you do think it was a good idea to split it up? Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, depending on, like, where this cuts off at, I can't imagine this will be, like, four more releases, because that'd probably be crazy. But I would imagine that where they split is probably a good point if it's going to be this, this involving a first entry into a remake. Marissa, what about you? So I think that its main factor is going to be how long between these releases um i mean clearly you're going to be spending a lot of time in this first initial release uh if the side quests are that fleshed out on top of just the main story um and then like you said just adding in all those additional moments because if in the original jesse and biggs and wedge aren't saying anything then you're not spending time on that and you're just going into other stuff now you are spending time on it as well as who knows which other additional characters that they've decided to completely rework and revamp and add to. Um, I think that as long as it's kind of like a balance of, we know that you guys are going to be spending 80 to 100 plus hours in this game so that you're not going to be bothered waiting for this second release, then yeah. But if it starts to get to a point where you're like, okay, I completed the main stuff. Okay, now I'm completed a lot of the side stuff and we still haven't heard about the release, then I think that's where it becomes an issue. As of right now, even intensively, because we don't know that next release date and how long it might take, I do think it's a smart decision because that's a lot of fucking room. (laughs) That's a lot of space on your hard drive and it's going to be a lot of time. Uh, You know, just like even though it's different because it's not two discs and stuff like that. Uh, but even with persona five, I mean, I know that we were sinking in like over all of us, hours. like 80 hours at oh, least. Yeah. A yeah, hundred hours in some cases and stuff. And so now that persona five uh, R is coming out, it's kind of been nice knowing that's going to happen, but I know that it kept me from doing like new game plus because I was like, I don't want to be halfway through this. Oh yeah. P5R <laughs> come out, you know? So it's like it, I do think that taking 
a break could totally be fine. It's just, I think it kind of depends once you do get to that level of, okay, people have been playing this and they're getting through the main story and now they're powering through the side quests. If they don't have at least a window that's somewhat achievable or close to them, like for the next release, I think that's where it becomes an issue and people might either start to lose interest or be like, well, damn, I don't have enough space now. So I have to figure out what I want to delete and maybe I don't want to delete stuff and new games are coming out, you know? So it just, it kind of depends. I think that they're going to be okay. Uh, it sounds <laughs> like there's going to be so much to keep people busy with, yeah. but you know, again, it's going to be one of those wait and see things for me because it could be risky if they don't announce something once people are realistically starting to end their playthrough. So for me, I think that uh, splitting it up was the right thing to do. Um, I think the proof is in the 100 gigabytes of data that we're going to store on our hard drive when we download yeah, this game. Yeah. I think the proof is also in the two Blu-ray discs, I think. Uh, and at first I was like, okay, you know, this could be a bunch of just filler shit, you know? It could be 50 hours of great gameplay and then 50 hours of fetch quests, for all we know. <laughs> um, which yeah. would suck so much. <laughs> like, I'm not, yeah, that's a, yeah. That would be shit. But, and I, I was very, very concerned about this at first. I was like, I really need to see what, what this game, like, why, why, why is it that those two discs could not contain the entire story of Final Fantasy VII? Now, also, the story yeah. of Final Fantasy VII is con- con- convoluted as fuck. Longish. <laughs> It is crazy, it's expansive, <laughs> it is huge, a lot goes on in that game. Like, it goes from small town to very big, very quick. Um, and I won't spoil, just, there's a lot. There's a, a, a bunch of shit to yeah, that yeah, happens yeah. that you won't see coming. Uh, but, I think playing the demo has made me realize, okay, yeah, I am 100% okay with the split because a lot of times people will say, you know, that games feel like they're unfinished or I think, uh, I, uh, David, you've played Three Houses. I think yes. uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses is a great example of a game that could have benefited from having uh, its entirety be on, you know, the one disc. Because right now, there's DLC that adds more story, and there were characters added after the fact, and it all seemed very last, like a bunch of stuff that should have been the, in the original game was left out. Because there was no space, there was no time, whatever that, whatever that reason is, it's there. And it sucks as, you know, players who don't get the full experience because I, so I bought the game, uh, day one. I did not buy the DLC and there's so much more that I've missed out on, but I finished it. And I don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to go back. I, I, that was a, that was 150 hours that I don't know that I want to go back and do. Uh, and so I think with Final Fantasy VII, I think if they tried to squeeze everything, if they tried to squeeze everything that they wanted to, to get this full game out at one time, and they couldn't do it under a hundred gigabytes and two discs, I think that splitting it up is the best thing to do. Because if you're going to take on the task of doing a remake, the size and scope and, you know, gaming history of Final Fantasy VII, it has to be good. And if the only way mm-hmm. that it can be good is if you take the time to focus on the details and to make a, a video game for the ages that is going to appease old fans and excite brand new ones, 
if you gotta spread it out, fucking spread it out. Don't try to squeeze it all <laughs> into one thing. Cause, I mean, you're, 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 at that point, you would just be ruining so many lives of people who are in love with this game since they were children. Mm-hmm. And also, this is, this is, so the other thing is, this is, this is a big brand title. Everybody knows Final Fantasy VII, you know? You may not know yeah. about the game. Yeah. You may have, even if you don't know anything about the game, you've seen Cloud somewhere. Shit. We've all seen him in Smash. Yeah. Like, you've seen screenshots <laughs> yeah. of this, this white guy, blonde hair, spiky, big sword. If you play Kingdom Hearts, you saw him over there. Like, we know who Cloud is. Um, He's we may not. made it into various cartoons. <laughs> you see? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. We fucking know Cloud. So <laughs> it is a on the line title. Like this is this after Final Fantasy fifteen and whatever the fuck is going on, whatever went on with versus thirteen and whatever's going on with Nomura and Kingdom Hearts and that whole nonsense there. Like <laughs> people have lots of things to say. So I think the world is the gaming world is watching this game. And I think mm-hmm. being able to space it out and have time to really delve into the story that you actually want to tell is much better than squeezing it all together in one release. So I think it was the right thing to do. I still am hoping, uh, beyond hope, that we get some type of like you know DLC fixture, like David said, in which we can decide to uh, you know maybe buy the second half of the game for. If you had the season pass, I don't know. Shit, they might do one of those things where you get it for free. I don't know. Let's hope. Just give us Oof. all. Like, <laughs> give us throw all. my money into the fucking pile right now. Right. <laughs> Let us pay sixty dollars one time and then just redeem the story as it comes, or or maybe charge you know five bucks or ten bucks for part two and part three, or or you know maybe just part two. Maybe we only have to spend ten dollars on part two, and they're able to, which I highly doubt because if part one is like four or five hours in the original, I'm sure we're looking at at least four parts in this game because there are Oof. sections that are much bigger than Midgar. Uh, but um, what do I know? I don't know. What I do I mean, know... It all depends on when it ends. That, that's very true. That's very true because we don't know when this first section is ending. Um, and I mean, just trail back, they've kind of shown a lot of characters so, so far. So do all the people that they've shown already make it into this first part? Well, uh, also on this, this article from IGN, uh, Marissa, this might be a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, did you okay. s- did you see the latest trailer for the game? I, I believe so. Uh, the last one with the with the uh, uh, was it with Cloud all you know just up? I'm not gonna say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that <laughs> one. If it was that the, one I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. The okay, song cool. Hollow, the trailer for the the theme song of the game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, mentioned in the article is that uh uh. Red 13 is going to be shown in this game, but he's not playable in this first section of the game. Okay. So So, that says something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does. It says, it says a little something, something. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Uh, oh, Marissa, <laughs> let me get your opinion, actually, since you have seen the trailer. Um, and, and now that is a little bit of spoiler because now you know that Red 13 is playable. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for anyone who didn't no, know that. No, I we're, did see that. I saw that. It's we're fine. Total I'm fine with it. I don't know about our listeners. But spoiler proofs. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, uh, so 
seeing his design and knowing that this is a Final Fantasy game, kind of really, it seems based in reality for the most part, aside from, you know, using spells and wielding big ass swords. Um, oh, also, oh my God. Also, so something, speaking of attention to detail, and I'm, I'm going off on a tangent and I'm making this podcast too long. I'm sorry. But so the, the in the game, you get materia. David, you know what materia are. Basically, oh Marissa. Oh my God. I saw that too. And it got me so, so excited. So cool. So, so you were talking. Sorry. It's fine for me. Uh, so, Marissa, you know how you're talking about attention to detail? Uh huh. So, you know how in Cloud Sword, there's this little green circular thing in the back of it? I don't know mm-hmm, if you noticed mm-hmm. it. So th- that's called a materia, and materia allows your character to do a bunch of different things. So, like, that green one might be a fire materia, and Barrett will have a cure and a lightning materia on him, which allows him to cast those spells. So, uh, speaking of attention to detail, something that happens is that every time that you change the materia in the game, in your weapon, it will physically change. So if you were to equip, like, a cure spell on Cloud, and you would, like, see the actual materia for cure in your sword as it happens. And Yeah, that's hot. That is, like, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, before, you know, you just go into a menu, you equip it, and that's it. But being able to see, and uh, there were screenshots, you know, uh, Tifa's are in her armband. You can literally see the different oh, materials sitting that? inside. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm just like, how do y'all, like, how can you guys even do this? Like, what? This is, this is too much. You're doing too much, damn it. Like, no game is ever going to be able to to even reach this height anymore. Ugh. I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, um, <laughs> it's really annoying. Like, I, I think, I think that the end of this generation is great with, you know, Last of Us 2 and uh, Ghost of Tsushima and Final Fantasy 7 all coming to PS4. I think it's going to be an amazing end of the year. And, this, and you know, we're going to, in between that, play Animal Crossing. It's going to be great. It's gonna Fuck be fucking yeah. great. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited for the end of these two, this Microsoft and uh, Sony generation. Anyway, Red 13, what are your impressions, Marissa, as someone who's never played the game before? Uh, I'm totally, he seems cool. Like, I'm down to, I'm down to, him, I'm down to know him. <laughs> uh, other than that, I don't really. Uh... No, I know. I just, <laughs> yeah, I just, great. I just, because, you know, when I was playing. No, because was it more like. Was it more like because he's like an animal who can talk? Yeah, and or like, just talking from he's seeing an him? Animal, he can talk. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I know y'all. Uh, yeah, I think. Is Route 13's voice. Oh, did I? Is that a spoiler? I don't know. I mean, things talk, guys. I don't want to tell you. Um, <laughs> I mean, they <laughs> released the trailer, like, and I'm just okay. going to say the yeah. trailer was out there. We heard him talk did... in the trailer. Oh, okay, great. I didn't even hear that. I'm excited. I need to go find this trailer now. Oh my gosh, that's amazing to you. And, and then Tifa's like, oh, he can talk? And I'm like, bitch, I don't yeah. know. He can talk. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Who <did> that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just wanted your, your quick opinion because I know when I played the original, I was like, this talking ass dog, I could play as him? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm down um, Yeah, because the, the thing is, is like, I'm, I do like fantasy shit and I, you know, I love all that kind of stuff too. So as long as there's like a cool explanation as to why, and it's not just like, no, just this one animal can talk for no fucking reason. It doesn't even matter. Like yeah. I'm down. Uh, I, I, I'm down to figure out the story behind him and why he can talk and what's going on there. Um, I think as long as, you know, 
the story does a good job of introducing that. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% for it. Man, this makes me so nervous for like a part two or part three when you are introduced to some other characters in this game (laughs) that are also just like, like, I was just like, when Marissa said that, I was like, oh, wait until she sees this nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just, (laughs) so in, uh, cause we were just talking about Persona 5. I fucking love Persona 5. I totally believe the character of Morgana. You know, like 100%. Yeah. I don't have really any issues with Morgana at all. I never saw um, it I'm, I, wait, what? <laughs> I never saw it coming. Oh, oh. yes, that was great! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, you know, so as long as there's a reason for them to be there, or as long as it's kind of introduced as like, yeah, this should be, yeah, of course he's there or at least other characters are being like you know just like with tifa you know at first being like what they can talk and so then you're you're gonna explore that so i'm down for that kind of stuff because there's been plenty of like animal companions animal characters and stuff like that that have even though the rest of the game doesn't seem like that would necessarily fit in as long as they do a good job with like explaining why to someone like me who has no fucking idea never played a game (laughs) or anything like that so i'm sure everyone else is like Duh, of course. <laughs> like, yeah, I I wasn't like, oh, wow, this game looks stupid now because there's a talking tiger dog thing. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he seems, I like his voice and he seems nice okay, and right, I want to know nice. him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, and one more thing, and this is uh, a little bit of spoiler territory for anyone who has not seen oh. the trailer. It's only if I'm you haven't so seen sorry. the trailer. Oh, okay. oh the trailer. From the trailer. Okay. I'm not spoiling you on anything that was not revealed already. I promise. I want you to experience this like as it is, and I want to hear all your opinions. So I would not spoil you on that. But um, because I'm surrounded by a bunch of LGBT friendly people, and you guys Hi. have seen the yes. trailer, uh, what Hi. did y'all think about uh, cross dressing Cloud and that scene that they showed off? David, go. I mean, I <laughs> I played David, and also I remember that. So I mean, I. I'm super excited to see my girl Cloud. Yes! 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 She's lifting for her life. I can only hope. Oh my god, yes. Uh, I mean, it was really well done. You know, I can say that if Cloud needs a new career, there's always, you know, work in the door somewhere at night. So one of the reasons I brought it up is because I really, really, really loved that they showed that off. Because first of all, it um, showed all the people who have not played the original, who didn't know about that. And it also showed all the bigoted assholes (laughs) who are homophobic. And I was like, get fucked. Um, But also... (laughs) But also, because I think that it was handled very well. I wasn't sure how they were going to go about dealing with it. And, you know, a part of the speech is just, it's basically like, you know, beauty is for anybody, no matter the gender, you can be beautiful. And then the guy's like in Cloud's face and he's like, yeah, you're perfect. And I was like, "Mm, okay, (laughs) (laughs) like, what's going on here? But I really, really appreciate that they, you know, took the time to take that route and in this game. As opposed to making it, you know, really big and campy and like super out of place and out of field. Uh, because Final Fantasy yeah. VII is crazy, funny, fun. It's not just all serious. Like it is, there's a, there's a lot of goofiness that goes on in that game. And so I was very happy to see that they took that portion of the game and they left it intact, but they also work, uh, I mean, as, as much as I've seen, they were very respectful yeah. with how it's, uh, been done. 
So I was I was excited about it. What did you think, Marissa? Having not played, like, what did you get from watching that? Uh, like I kind of knew about not. I don't, don't know any of the context about the scene or anything like that. So <laughs> you know, again, it was one of those like, yeah, I don't know how this gets introduced. I don't know, you know, what <laughs> kind of great. prompts this. If this is like a secret mission, this. and <laughs> it's gonna be so good. Oh my god, I can't, I can't wait for you to play that. I know. <laughs> I don't know any of like the context or anything like that. But like you said, I feel like just from what I saw, it looked really well done. It looked really respectful. Like I'm excited to know what the fuck is finally up with that because I think I've like either seen some of like Cloud's sprites dressed up before Mm. they announced the remake or something like that. So it's like I kind of knew something happened. But I don't know what's gonna happen, and so I'm excited. Like that trailer got me excited to see what's gonna happen. Uh, I just want you to know, like, what happens, and then I want to hear. Can we psych while you play that? Oh, I would love it. Yeah, we just do like one of those like (laughs) react videos of me being like, "This is what happened." And then after, like, I just want to see leading up to it, and then when it happens, and then after it happens, you're gonna be like, "This bitch," and I'm like, "Yes, Uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great." Anyway, because this has been an hour and a half, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you guys for your final thoughts on uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Anything you um, want to mention that you weren't able to, that you really, really liked, that you really didn't like, whether you're interested, whether you are tentative on picking it up, anything else that you want to say before we close I'm, out? I'm really excited to see like some of like our favorite characters from Final Fantasy VII like, appear for the first time. Because <laughs> like you said, there's like you got Red 13, like, get ready for something else, Marissa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, you know, some of our other friends that we may have to, like, collect to be in our party. Like, I just can't wait to see how, like, they're handled or how they play. Like, I can't wait to see Daddy. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I want to see him so bad. He was, like, he's dead. Yes. If you play through the original, you know who Daddy is, hopefully. And uh, Daddy's got some nice black hair, and he's really fine. <laughs> and, and, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to like delve into spoiler territory, but I'm really excited to see a friend of ours that might hang out in a coffin just because that's that's Daddy. That that's is Daddy. Daddy. That's who I'm talking what? about. That's Daddy. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see Daddy. Then, I can't because... wait to see Daddy. Everybody else looks so good, so I'm like, ooh. You know, Daddy had their own game once, so I wonder if it'll play the same way. <laughs> we'll see, but I, I mean, I, when I okay, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, it also made me really excited to see if this would be, like, a possibility with, like, some other classic Final Fantasies. Like, could you imagine, like, a fully redone 6? Something that I'm sure, like, Ugh. not a whole lot of people have played? Or, or like, 9 would make me cry. Joe would die. He loves 6. <sighs> okay, I'll die over 9. He would just die <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Marissa, anything else you wanted to uh, throw out there before we ended? Uh, just that I I am excited for it. I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, even though I am not like a day one purchase or like I'm running up to like pre-order it right now. Um, it, it's made me really excited. Uh, Final Fantasy VII has always been one of those th- things where it's like I would see stuff, I would you know hear mentions of it, and be like, you know, it seems like it's cool. There's a lot of people who like it. <laughs> I'm sure I could probably like it. Uh, so, so far, the demo has just showed me that the hype is real. I know that a part of it is that nostalgia factor of people just being so excited to see 
something that they do remember from childhood being done up so epically, so huge, uh, completely rebuilt from the ground up. But, um, you know, until there is more details, I'm just kind of like, I want to know how the rest of the release is going to be handled. Like, so that's my, really my main thing that's keeping me from like committing to buying this game is I just, I want to know what I'm getting into before I just slap money down and then get bummed out because, oh, I'm only doing the first half of this for a while. Sad face. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, I mean, and Jarrell knows because he's been yelling at me to play so many different demos over I and over, have, and over again. Does not if play I'm demos, saying... guys, she does not play demos at all. Like it, she I refuses. I really bad. I have been trying to get her to play Octopath Traveler demo for two years now, and oh she just keeps telling me no. She does not play demos whatsoever. I'm gonna download it. Yeah, she's no. Don't do it. I'll just be like, I I have it downloaded all. On my switch, and I've already moved it to archive. And I'm not. She does not play demos. Like I, I did it. I, I was like, she's not gonna do this podcast. Like I, I was. She's gonna find a way to not play a demo, so she's not gonna come on the. No, I at midnight last night. I fired up the demo and I played it until like one eleven in the morning, and it was it was really good. Uh, Like I said, there were those points where I was like, I can't believe that it's just like efforts for five minutes like i get it <laughs> like we're all edgy and shit whatever <laughs> but <laughs> um i really i really really liked what i saw i really liked the way that the combat was handled and everything there is so much good there that the complaints that i do have i'm like you know what no i i still i really want to i want to see it i want to try it uh i i really want to know what's going to happen with this release and once i know that I'm committed. This like, so high like, hmm? Well, I said this makes me so excited. <laughs> and also, I, I do want to throw this out there. Um, here's hoping that because they have all the assets, because they've already worked on it, because they have so much of this done already, and they have the characters and all that other stuff, they have the music, etc., hopefully uh, it'll be less time in between uh, parts. Because a lot of this yeah. is already done. So hopefully it won't take, you know, a million years for part two, you know? Hopefully. That's, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. If part two is like holiday this year, that would be wild. Well, you know, like, if they did something Honestly, like a Pokemon yeah. release, that would be great. Um, where you have the first part of the DLC in the first half of the year, and then the second part in the second half. I think that'd be good. Yeah. And plus, you know, like... <laughs> we've all got other things to play in between half a year so uh, waiting yeah. for the other half is pretty decent uh, so my yeah. closing thoughts are that um, originally I was uh, expectations were super high for this game and then I played the demo and I was the, the, honestly my expectations were not met um, but okay. but it's so good that I think that my I think I had unrealistic expectations, whereas if I had realistic expectations, the game would have met them. If that makes sense. Okay. Expectations that weren't met. Um, I think just like, for example, classic mode as a, as a big one, I thought that it was going to be something that it, it really was not. Uh, another one is just, Marissa and I were talking about earlier, not having a jump button. Just little things that I feel like should have been integrated into the game that aren't 
that kind of, like, instead of making it an 11 out of 10, it's like a 10.5 out of 10, because it's still over a 10, because oh my god. And that's just me playing the demo, but it just, uh, I don't know, I, I, I guess watching a lot of things about it, I was expecting something very different from what I did, but then what I did was just fucking awesome. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't that it was bad, it just was different, I should say. Um, but that different was very, very good because I still, I don't think I've played a turn-based action RP, well, I haven't ever played a turn-based RPG that's also action-oriented in this manner, and I think it's just so creative and so well done, and just the thought, even making that work, I am just astounded at the ability to make that work, because who does that? Like, like, (laughs) who has you do active time battle as well as, like, action RPG? it's good, y'all. <laughs> it's just good. Like, my mind is still blown. I don't even know. I don't have words. I'm done. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast. It's been a wonderful time. Thank you, Marissa, for talking to me. Thank you, David, for hopping in and hanging out with us. It's been so great. I cannot wait until we get more on this freaking game. We only have, what, um, yes. April? Oh, my God. It's April? It comes out April? Yeah. Holy smokes, it's March right now. <laughs> We're almost there. Oh what is that, April 10th? <laughs> April 10th. <gasps> okay. Let me, let me, I have so many games to finish before this. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>